0: Hello listeners and welcome to the Pod Pod Fruit, One Piece Through New Eyes. On today's episode, we will turn our focus to Volume 2, titled Buggy the Clown. Volume 2 covers chapters 9 through 17. I am the host, Michael, and with me we have our One Piece rookies, V and Dylan.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Let's begin. Volume 2 opens with Nami and Luffy running away from the Buggy Pirates. Nami had just stolen a map of the Grand Line from them. Nami tells Luffy about Buggy and refuses to join Luffy's crew, saying she hates pirates. However, she captures Luffy and takes him to Buggy to make a deal. Upon returning Luffy to the Buggy Pirates, Nami is forced by Buggy to kill Luffy, but she is saved by Zoro, who cuts Buggy into pieces. Buggy's devil fruit, the chop-chop fruit, is revealed, allowing him to chop his body into pieces. He uses this to stab Zoro. Zoro and Nami then run away, dragging Luffy's cage with them. The trio come across a pet shop guarded by a dog named Choo-Choo. Chow-Chow. choo And the mayor explains why Chow-Chow choo is there and provides Zoro a place to recover. Mohiji and Richie then arrive to kill Luffy and Richie destroys Luffy's cage. Mohiji and Richie defeat Choo Choo and burn down the shop, but Luffy returns and defeats the two. Buggy prepares to destroy Orangetown and attacks it with his signature Buggy Balls. The mayor then decides to stand up for his city. Luffy saves the mayor from Buggy and knocks him out to keep him from interfering. Luffy and Zoro then confront Buggy with Luffy reflecting a Buggy Ball. Kabaji, Buggy's second-hand man, attacks Zoro while taking advantage of his wound. However, Zoro still manages to gain the upper hand. Nami goes to steal the Buggy pirate's treasure as Zoro defeats Kabaji. Luffy confronts Buggy, shocked to hear him mention his friend, Shanks. So that is our summary of Volume 2, and um, we're going to do things a little differently today. On our, our first episode, we kind of started things off by discussing the, the overarching themes, characters, and stuff. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to start chapter by chapter. We're going to go through and discuss each one individually. And then we're going to wrap things up with a, uh, some, some broader questions, topics to discuss. And yeah, so let's let's dive in to our material here. For the first chapter of Volume 2, Chapter 9, I think that this chapter introduces Buggy in a really funny way here. Um, you know, I love the rubber nose, robber nose bits, steak nose, beef. Um, it had a lot of funny, funny moments. Overall, uh, it was a a silly way to introduce a villain, but he is a silly villain, the uh, the interactions between Luffy and Nami were fun. I, l- I loved how how Nami was was like uh, at first she was like trying to recruit Luffy to help her out, and Luffy was like I don't want anything to do with you. And then they find shelter, and Luffy asks her to join his pirate crew and reveals that she hates pirates but she you know likes to rob them i thought that was interesting you know how we got another anti-pirate Zoro, being the pirate hunter nami being the pirate robber she has a love for tangerines which comes off as odd and then uh i think buggy's interaction with his crew is is really interesting but uh, you know, I just I love seeing Nami finessing idiots. It's one of my favorite things that happens in One Piece, and it, it does happen uh, more often than than just this one time. Um, it is her specialty. And finally, we see you know Zoro showing up, uh, so you know things are about to get real. V.
1: Um. Yeah, this was, I thought that was a great introduction to sort of like the story proper, so to speak, in the sense that, you know, I feel like volume one was definitely more of an introduction, whereas this kind of the, um. how can I put this, it felt more full, it felt a little bit more like lived in, so to speak, like I felt like the space was what it is meant to be and not just an introduction of the space. Yeah. Um, the robber nose and rubber nose thing is also something I noted that crap, that absolutely cracked me up. Um, he got so, but hurt and I kind of like it. Um, it seems to me like it's the case of someone that like, here's what they want and use that as an excuse for revenge. Maybe speaks a little bit to his character as a, as a villain or as a person, um, I will note there's this shot of like, like the shot of cap Captain Buggy on the chair was really cool to me. like the 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 shot on him on the throne with like the the henchman on either side of him and just his pose was really. I don't know, it was really, like, it captured my eye. It was really attractive. Not that I find him attractive, <laughs> let me
0: be it's, clear. It's a little but menacing.
1: It, but it was, it, it, it like, was, yeah. It was menacing and clown. it was imposing. Like, I didn't expect to be, like, whoa. But, like, a, a, a gasp of, like, being impressed and not being disgusted. Which is what I had felt with some of the previous antagonists. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that... That was was also something that really caught my eye for this. Um, Again, you know, we are faced with uh, Luffy being completely not self-aware which i think you know i can't if i start talking i have a feeling that if i start talking about every single time that luffy lacks self-awareness i'm going to be talking about that every single episode it's still new to you it's still new to you (laughs) so but it's still something that like that um really really hit me is is that in his character And, um, like you said, Michael, I also thought that the interactions between Luffy and Nami were very interesting in this chapter. You can tell that despite the friction and disagreements between them, they do seem to somehow find common ground, or at least a means to both get what they want out of that collaboration, which maybe to start is all we can sort of expect from that kind of relationship. Um... And I thought, yeah, I thought it, it gave a little bit more oomph or substance to their relationship. And I thought that was that was a nice little touch. Um, I was also, in my notes, I have Nami equals Faye Valentine. And I don't know if you guys have watched Cowboy Bebop, but Faye Valentine is the like main female character in Cowboy Bebop. And she is a very yeah. cunning person. And I was like, my gosh, I'm getting Faye Valentine vibes from from Nami at this point. And um, I thought that was neat because I, I love Faye as a character. Um, she's not quite as self-serving as Faye is, but she gets what she needs once she wants it. And she's going to do what she can to get it. And then, unsurprisingly, another note I have for this chapter is Zoro so hot to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is he just doing? Like getting off the boat?
1: Yeah. I guess that's an... Yeah, she just comes yeah, what, we out. We got one with, panel?
0: Yeah. We, oh, yeah. It's one panel. I mean, it is a nice panel. <laughs>
1: it's a great panel. The angle, the three swords, uh-huh. the, I was like, damn. Yeah.
0: The Not earring? The I shot? <laughs> uh, yeah. What, Dylan? Mug shot? <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, I think, I think I, I expressed that in episode one, but I'm, I think I'm going to be a Zoro fangirl. Sorry.
0: Okay. It'll be fun. <laughs> well,
1: that was it for me in terms of, um, yeah, what really, really captured my attention for this chapter.
0: Right. Right.
2: Okay. And Dylan? The one thing, like, I'm starting to pick up a theme after reading this chapter is, um, all the villains seem to be like super duper insecure. Mm. Like Alvita, anytime you say she's not pretty, she's gonna kill you. Morgan, if you don't say it's the greatest, he's gonna kill you. You talk about this dude's goofy ass nose, he's gonna kill you. It's the ego. So, yeah, but it's like not even so much ego; it's just insecure. Mm. I mean, Morgan, yeah, it was really ego, but the other two, it's really like deep rooted insecurities is what I'm picking up on. You don't see a ton of like super humble villains. I mean, yeah, true, but I mean, it just <laughs> sticks out really, and, and right, this is what right. I've been noticing. Um. Pretty much what you guys have been saying about Nami. I mean, it doesn't show it now. um, But you kind of see a little example of his gum gum. Or not his gum gum. The chop chop fruit power. But you can't really pick up on it because the guy's holding his neck when he does it. And when you get that still buggy, the hand he's using is hidden. Which is something I picked up on through the read through. It's like, oh, his hands actually detach and latch on to people. But he's got it hidden pretty well in this. And uh, the interactions between the two of them are like, oh, and like... I love Luffy's whole bit, and it's like, oh, so why are all like, because Nami's like, yeah, Buggy the Pirate, everybody scared of him, they ran away. It's like, so why is everyone so scared of Nami and these pirates? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, Buggy, not, I'm Nami. I was like, oh, okay. It's like, so you're just looting abandoned houses? That makes sense. It's like, no, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, and like, like V was saying, um, this volume especially more is more fleshing out the story of, because my main complaint last time, especially with Axan, was like, it's a bag island to like see a little more detail behind a little more like longer of a story. And we're this volume's definitely starting to delve into that a little more, which I like.
0: But that's all I got for this chapter. Right. Yeah. Uh I I overlooked it, but I did I actually laughed out loud during the the conversation between Nami and Luffy where I'm Nami. No, I'm not looting. <laughs> He's such a knucklehead. Um, I, I love that side of Luffy when, when he just completely misses the plot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, V won't you go ahead and kick chapter 10 off?
1: Sure. Um, so. At, just the, the chapter kind of uh, opens on this drinking scene. And I was like, "I am not surprised that they made Nami a tank for some reason. like it might be a weird thing to say, but i I felt like it fit her character really well, and um um made her a tank, yeah, like a tank, as in she can drink a lot of alcohol
0: oh, 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 oh. yeah
1: the in the no, not in the d and d sense." <laughs> <laughs> in the drinking sense. Um yeah. yeah, I like I feel like it fits her character really well and also it makes her a little bit more relatable to me as as someone who can outdrink many people. I am a little bit of a tank myself, so uh that like, a challenge? I can- oh, might be <laughs> Um also, yeah, so then Luffy in the cage, I was like, you know what, me too. I think my main concern when being trapped would be food as well. I would just get so hangry so fast. I would be the worst prisoner to deal with because I would just get hungry and I would whine about it. <laughs> um, I had a pretty solid chuckle at the mention of the buggy balls. <laughs> I was but like balls. <laughs> right I just thought. Listen, I thought the boogie balls, buggy balls, were just something to laugh about until like one literally, literally ripped through the town. I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, yeah, they're not, they're not messing around with those
0: balls. Not fun balls.
1: Those are some hefty, hefty balls." <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a... a I, I wonder how intense. I mean, what else are you gonna call them, right? But it it you know because I have the humor of a five year old. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I was also really I feel like the artwork in this chapter is also notable like there are a few really good shots like there's there's the shot when, when Nami is like being confronted with having to sort of make a decision with regards to should she go ahead and and light the cannon or not to, to blow Luffy to pieces, and she has this moment where she's thinking, and the way that she's drawn there, I thought was um, it was very subtle but telling of how she was feeling. And um, yeah, I thought that was also a really interesting interactions with regards to building the um, relationship between characters. I thought that was a a good moment for that, and um, kind of takes their relationship and friendship to another level and um I love seeing her in action also I feel like she you know this is kind of the first moments where we really see her as an active character an active member of that team and I really appreciated seeing her yeah seeing her in action I guess I was also a little bit I I guess I hadn't understood how much of a reputation Zoro has. Um, I feel like the way he was introduced, I maybe didn't quite catch that. But it's like everyone knows who he is, and I was yeah, I like, they
0: call him like the demon or something,
1: right? And I I guess I was sort of yeah surprised that like he has this like notoriety about him and that people know him because. Yeah, to me it felt like he maybe not that he wasn't important, but he wasn't introduced to me as someone who was like this like legendary person in my mind. Maybe I misinterpreted it at the time, but it didn't feel as obvious as as he is being referred to here by um, Boogie and his parents, uh, p- uh, parents, pirates and um, Nami,
0: Mr. and Mrs. Uh, the clown,
1: <laughs> the clown. Um. And then I love that they ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. Also, um, you need that. You need that little bit of of cliffhanger drama. So, yeah, that was it for chapter ten for me.
0: Dylan.
2: Well, chapter ten, like the first thing that stuck out to me was like, oh yeah, we got the map. We're going to the Grand Line, and then like it shows the scene, like the scene in the back of my head. It's like. Bum, bum, because, I mean, they're all, like... It's obviously, like, three-ring circus stuff. you got the guys in the unicycles doing handstands, juggling <laughs> knives. And it's like, okay, that's funny. I like that. That made me laugh. Um. And, again, like, what V was saying, it makes sense that um, Nami can drink really well. Because, I mean, pirates drink all the time, so she can out-drink pirates. That's, mm. This is her in. She can yeah. out-drink anybody. Her in is, I'm just going to get you really drunk and then take what you what I want when you pass out. Also, super-duper funny that, like, um... Luffy's is trapped in the cage. He's like, "Fuck it, I'll eat my way out," and starts like chomping on the bars.
1: <laughs> yung, 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 and it's
2: also funny. He's like, "Ah, let me out here. Get me something to eat while you're at it." And then she, like, <laughs> next panel, she brings some food. He's like, "You know, what? you're not half bad. Maybe I will let you join my crew." And then buggy, and you know, buggy does the whole buggy ball thing. Everybody's like, "Oh God!" And um, like it's not in color, but like what V was saying, I assume if it was in color, when the dilemma comes up, it would be like the stereotypical anime, like grayed out background, close up on the face, like mm-hmm. whited out pupils. Like, oh my god, what do I do? When when uh she has to like face down, whether like the... shooting him or not. Yeah. yeah. And then Zolo comes in, saves the day. And then he he shows that he can be just as stubborn as Luffy when he's he's got the wound and he's like, oh, "I'll do it my way. I don't care what anybody says. Like, even though he's bleeding out of his kidneys, he's like yeah. just picks up the cage and jumps off the roof. But it was cool to actually see like fully played out the fact that like Buggy can be like fully dismembered and it just doesn't do anything to him. Because he gets chopped in like a good five, six pieces and just. Well, I guess you don't really see it in this chapter, but. Do you not? No. No, I think like the end of the chapter is he gets sliced to pieces and all the pirates are like, hey, hey, hey. But like, next chapter you'll see it. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. some okay. of the points
0: I just made a little early, but. V another another cool Zoro moment. I
1: yeah. know. He just doesn't stop.
2: Is it hot in here
0: or, <laughs> or is it just Zorro?
1: It's it's Zoro. <laughs> that's the answer.
2: But yeah. I mean that's pretty much all I got. It's doing it's doing a really good job of um building up Buggy as a as a bad guy not to be trifled with. And that's not one you're just gonna like punch one time and be
0: done with. All right. So I thought this chapter was actually provided a lot, maybe even the most interesting, one of the more interesting uh, chapters in this volume. Um, It starts off with just like fun cool, the the pirate party that you were talking about. Uh, Luffy, you know, he's Nami's like, how you doing? And he tells her, he's like, hey, get me out of here. Uh, and he's chewing on the cage. He wants some food. He wants out. It, it's kind of silly. It's kind of funny. You get some good old uh, uh, buggy sarcasm when, when buggy's like checking on him. And Luffy's like, uh, you could let me out of this cage. And he's like, oh, of course I'll let you out of this cage. No, I won't let you <laughs> out of this cage. Um, but then I feel like it takes a real like dynamic turn to um to a, a like completely different vibe here and and you, you kind of see it happen when they're asking Nami to kill her this guy she just met and then if you take your attention to that one frame where where Buggy's it's just his face and it's like darked out a little bit it has some like shadowy lines on it and he's just saying do it like some Palpatine stuff <laughs> um and, and then, like, it turns into this, like, breakout kind of scene. Nami slams her staff into that guy, you know, she says, I'm not gonna do, she makes a choice, um, you know, she, she really puts it out there, and, and you see Zoro slice up Buggy, I mean, things escalate really quickly in this chapter, um, I, uh, I really enjoyed this chapter. I, I, maybe the most. We'll, we'll come back to that. But, um, yeah, Dylan, I believe that you will take chapter 11. Okay, with
2: what I was just talking about, which I jumped ahead a little bit, is, um, he chops into pieces, and he's just like, oh, man, that was that was actually almost disappointing. All the other pirates are laughing. But it's like, ah, That's really creepy. Like, what the hell? Why are they still laughing? And then Solo gets stabbed in the kidneys. And at that point, he's like, ah, he's like, I'll do it my way. I'm like, flips the cannon over, points it back at him. They relight it, grabs the cage, jump off the roof. And another part that I thought was really funny, I think, I just want to double check, make sure I'm not jumping ahead again. Give me one sec. Yeah, jumps off, and like, uh, as he's jumping off, he's like, oh, if you pick up the cage, your guts are going to squirt out. I was like, oh, I'll just push him back in. Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, calm, calm down, calm down. All right. <laughs> okay. And then they flip it, they blow the place sky high. Buggy flips out. He's like, ah, oh, who am I? And he's like, pirate, buggy, Captain, clown, king, thingy, doop And they're like, oh, fuck yeah. And he's like, let's get him. And he's like, I consider this a declaration of war. So, like, this is like, this chapter's like, all right, they're in hot water. Like, they either got to get away or they're going to die. Like, there's no middle ground here. But I'd say this chapter, especially, this is um, definitely a zolo. Highlight moment like Zolo is the hero of this chapter. He's the man of action. He's the one getting everything done. But you know that's pretty
0: much all I got for this chapter. Yeah, I I only had half a page of notes here. Uh, You know you you see. I mean it's just super like action packed. so There's not. Right. Yeah. You see Zoro get got. You haven't seen him really have anything but successful attacks for the most part. Um, Seeing him stabbed was really. Cool. I don't know if "cool" is the right word, but it was definitely interesting. Yeah, I
1: love seeing people getting stabbed.
0: <laughs> um, it was definitely a good part of the narrative structure, <laughs> uh, or whatever. Uh, so we get to see our second devil fruit, which is kind of uh, prolific in its own special way. You know, we've uh, we've really uh, got our toes in the water at this point. Um, I laughed at when when. Luffy calls someone a freak, <laughs> and I think someone calls him on it like freak says the gum gum. Man. No, that's right, because he's like, <laughs> Oh, Chop Chop, man, what a freak! And like in hey, this little box, it's like, Gum Gum, man. Uh,
1: I know what it that yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a freak. That was great. Yeah, I loved okay. That. Great
0: um, a freak. I also loved Luffy standing up to Buggy, literally just straight up, it, it, he didn't mishear him. He called him Big Nose, and uh, we can, we've seen that that is one way to uh, make an enemy out of Buggy. And um, I loved uh, when when he said, actually, she's our new navigator. Talking about Nami. Oh, and the last thing, I just, I didn't put anything other than your guts will squirt out. So I just want to put a double double call out on that one. But yeah, again, chapter 11 was pretty quick. Uh, v?
1: Um, Something that was briefly mentioned before with regards to this chapter is, and we did talk a little bit about it last episode, is while this is drawn with a lot of whimsy and creativity the depictions of blood and gore are also pretty detailed and jarring and you can see that pretty well in this chapter with the you know
0: yeah uh, that makes sense. the
1: injuries and whatnot um so that i thought was another another display of that for sure um and then yeah also like you just said michael i thought it was um relevant and important moment that we realize what uh buggy's power is for some reason because of the first kind of shot that we see of him ho- like holding someone by the throat i thought his power was like telekinesis at first and then you know realized. later choke shit yeah exactly that's what i was thinking but you know upon seeing what it was um I realized what what his power was. And I guess I'm also curious about what the limitations of that power are. Like that makes me curious, like how far can you go? And similarly, I feel the same about Luffy's power. Like how far can you push that, right?
0: Both great questions.
1: Um, And I'm sure the story will get to that eventually. Um, I also felt like um, the camaraderie between the members of the crew of misfits uh starts to shine here i feel like um there are really nice moments between um the characters um in this chapter um i also noted the she's our new navigator says luffy without consulting anyone else about this including the person that is supposed to be the navigator
0: it's luffy people are gonna call you out on that if you keep calling him luffy oh luffy not me well, besides that time.
1: Yeah. Okay, Luffy. I'll make sure to be careful with that. I'll try to remember I mean, anyway.
0: Dylan calls him Zolo, or yeah. at least has in the past, so... Um, at the end of the day, I do too.
1: <laughs> yeah, but y- for you, it's intentional. I actually try to pronounce it the proper way. Luffy.
0: It's really like like Zolo a <laughs>
1: Um... I also noted that there seems to be a trend here or an emerging trend here with our protagonists. I feel like they love to prove others wrong and to defy expectations. I think that's kind of a common trait among among the three of them. And that's whether they mean to it or not. I feel like they're all kind of low-key brats and I really like it. Um... And I thought it was also a sweet moment when uh, Zoro sticks by Luffy and kind of proves Nami wrong. I think that was a um, a good moment there. So, yeah. That's it for Chapter 11.
0: Alright, I will do Chapter 12 here. So, we get to really get a good look at Moji, uh, the lion tamer in Chapter 12. Just the goofiest looking guy I think we've seen so far. Maybe Helmepo, no, Helmepo, and then Moji, I think, is our, our the way I'll rank them so far. Um, Luffy's like, that's a weird costume. <laughs> that's my hair. <laughs> um, okay. That just Controversi- makes it weirder. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, controversial take. That dog could be on the cover of a magazine called Dogs I Don't Care About. I mean, he, he certainly shocked. has a tragic... He certainly has a tragic backstory. Um, and, you know, his his place in the story is interesting. But, I mean, please don't crucify me. I just, it I don't care about the dog. I don't. All right, buddy, get the pitchforks and torches. Get the pitchforks and torches. Can we, can we
1: kick someone out of their own podcast?
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm sure he's a great dog, but... Like, he literally ate the key. Okay?
1: But like, he's, he's not dog. At, we're
0: the dog. <laughs> Listen, he's not that good of a dog. Honestly. There, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't care that he broke his elbow. Michael. Uh, <laughs> um, and we're also introduced to Boodle. I, I wrote Boodle the poodle man because I think there's an obvious. Or maybe it's not obvious, but there's there's definitely a, a poodle thing going on with this guy. The mayor. Um, other than that, let's see. uh I can see <laughs> that the way his armor is yes, I wrote that just makes it weirder exactly what you called out <laughs> um oh when when the cage broke, I felt like the actual art in that section didn't make it look like Luffy was being propelled anywhere. It looked like he was just like kind of jumping a little bit, and then we find out he's you know across the the street or whatever, but yeah, again, um another chapter that's just kind of getting the the action moving here from from uh what happened at Buggy's camp or what what whatever you want to call that place the tavern. Um that's all I really had for chapter 12v.
1: Um I had a few more like art notes. I feel like I've been paying a little bit more attention to the art. I thought the the perspective on the lion and how like that whole first page basically is drawn was really cool aside from the guy on the lion's back I feel like if it had just been the lion it would have been a great shot but then emoji moji I so I'm so sorry for the pronunciation moji as um, long as you get
0: Luffy and Zora right <laughs> okay. uh, I think you'll be fine okay. no one cares about pronunciation emoji probably. okay
1: um, yeah if moji moji wasn't on his back, on the lion's back. I mean, it would have been a great, great shot. Um, Me, contrary to Michael, I have a heart and a soul. And therefore, as a result of me having a soul and not being a monster, am a sucker for dogs. In general. I like
0: dogs.
1: In <laughs> general, but also in anime or manga. Uh, they always bring either like Chaos or harmony. I'm going to make another reference to Cowboy Bebop. Shout out to Ayn and Cowboy Bebop.
2: Ayn um, was great. He's
1: a great character. I loved him. Um, in this case, I feel like the dog, and you know, I, I was writing my notes as I was reading, um, but at the time, my first impression was I feel like the dog is, dog is probably going to bring chaos, but also bring brings a lot of lightheartedness to what is apparently a dire situation, which both of those things were proving true because, of course, the dog would then follow by swallowing the key, therefore bringing the element of chaos that I was expecting to happen. Um, Quick note, the way I pronounce his name is the French way, (laughs) because, of course, because there was no other way for me to pronounce it in my head, and so I pronounce it chouchou
0: shushu maybe that's how it is
1: because it to me it makes sense that it would it would be a french name like and the way it's spelled to me is the french way so i just yeah i i've been saying it shushu in my head um since i read it um and yeah i think i would die for shushu i love a <laughs> hachiko story kind of and that kind of reminded me of that um Shushu is adorable, I love the way he's drawn, he looks kind of silly, but also cute, but also kind of like a sweet, old, grumpy man, like, I don't know, I really like his design. Um, and yeah, that was about it for that chapter also, it kind of, um, I, I kind of zoomed through it, honestly, I was eager to... Not that I didn't like it, but I was eager to see the story progress, so I didn't it's linger. It's kind of a bridge chapter. Yeah, I didn't linger too long on on that
0: one. It does introduce some important plot elements and and characters, but yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Uh, Dylan? I, you guys probably
2: pretty much hit all the points um with Chow Chow. The thing is like um I think the, I think I'm thinking of the right like he reminds me of a bull terrier. It's like those terry dogs with like the oddly shaped, like long elongated, like snout kind of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Super muscular, definitely one, one of those one one of those biting onto my face like it did for Luffy. This one uh, looks a little frail, but <laughs> yeah, true. I mean it's old. But um <laughs> it is like just as soon as he eats the key, like Luffy immediately <laughs> grabs it and starts jangling. It's like, I call off that fucking key. And of the Poodle, which I'll probably start referring to him now. Because, like, the armor definitely does give off, like, the the French Poodle accents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though he is rocking, like, a sick-ass mullet. Yeah. But, um... Reminds me another, thing grandma. That I thought, the, another thing that I love is just, like, is like, the whole time he's dragging him to the street and he's like, Ugh, lost too much blood. I need to sleep. And it's just like, no, I need to go to the doctor. He's like, no, I just need, just need to sleep. Like, let me sleep. But in the... No, not not for me. That's the whole yeah. and bullshit. But, but the backstory for Chow Chow, like that shit, like dude, like, only like books that'll make me cry. Shiloh, where the red fern grows. <laughs> like, that shit, like, tore me up inside. Like, it's not this chapter, but next chapter, especially. But like this, this is a bridge chapter. Kind of explains the whole background for the dog and um, the ones in with a moji. It's like. After reading through it, it's like, Moji? Like, if he didn't have a line, it just wouldn't be shit. The fact that he has a line, that's the only reason he's cool. Yeah. And I, I still love the bit where it's like, wow, what's with the weird costume? That's my hair. It's like, that it's makes it hair. weirder. <laughs> but, and another thing that kind of threw me off is like, I, based on the way it was drawn, is um, after the cage is broken, he jumps out of it. And then, I guess he gets kicked. I couldn't tell if he was getting kicked or if he was getting batted by the line. But it looks like he got kicked by Moji.
0: Yeah, it which is not the, the case.
2: Yeah, if because like it would make more sense if we got launched like that by the lion. But if it is Moji, it kind of leads like okay, he looks goofy, but he's strong. No, I think it was the lion. I think it was the lion, even though because y- the way There's they did no the leg, way. it looks like he might have kicked him,
0: but it's it's hard to tell. Looking back at it, it looks like he's swiping his front left paw. Oh, yeah, but, but again, also you looks don't like see he's contact. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I it's love he He's like, all right, yeah. He's like, I just got the shit kicked out of me. He's like, but now I'm out of the cage. I'm gonna go beat these guys up. But uh, good, good. And the thing is, like, the, he starts going towards the the pet food store. You can see a uh, Chow Chow. was like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, what? You want some food? Just make it quick. And you see the little exclamation over Chow Chow. I was like, hold, hold the fuck on. And He starts growling at him, and then <laughs> cuts not the this next food. It's <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> I'm food motivated and I will bite you.
0: I am food motivated. But
2: yeah, that's pretty much all I got in that chapter. Such a dog. Great transition. Um
0: V, chapter 13.
1: Um so chapter 13. Um listen, the fight between Shushu and the lion was pulling at my heartstrings. It was making me a little bit emotional. Um, you know, loyalty, dedication, those are things that always get me just to, you know, an an animal absolutely going, like, defending, you know, his territory or his memories with everything that he has left is just, oh, my heart. Um, I was kind of hoping that Shushu would join the crew. Um. But, you know. He gets pretty beaten up. Um, I also noted that um, you can tell that Chushu's story has an impact on Luffy. And I feel like 90% of the time, Luffy's like an impulsive airhead. And then once in a while, he has those super insightful moments that kind of make me love him. And it's not that I don't love him outside of that, but I... I guess I kind of have the instinct to want to dismiss him. Cause it seems to me like he's just childish, but then he has those moments of like really insightful thoughts and feelings. And I'm like, Oh, I think I like this character. Um, and then I also noticed um, there was a little bit of a change of heart in Nami, towards um, towards the end, where she goes from being upset with Luffy and just so over him to seeing that there's a lot of depth to him and that he has a good heart despite his lack of self-awareness. And I thought, again, that was some really good, um, good character development. And just halfway through there's just this shot of luffy with his arms crossed on his chest and he says i'm a rubber man and i thought that was so perfect i thought that was just so telling of what kind of character and person he is um yeah so i think for me this chapter despite having a lot of action to it i think was very interesting in terms of character development
0: Anything else you wanted to call out? That's it. Darren, Dylan, I
2: did um Darren. very much enjoy Chow Chow's arc in this one, um because he he just goes at it like he gets beat down, keeps coming back, um and all the flashback scenes like it it tore me up. The one that got me the worst is when he's sitting outside in front of the burning building like bark and everything. Luffy sees him, sees the dogs crying, and that's when Luffy's like, uh. Uh-uh. I'm gonna fuck shit up. That, that dog that is my cut, best friend. Yeah, the, the cut where the dogs like crying, barking at the burning building. Like really That shit got me. Reminded me of like uh Where the Red Fern grows is like after what is it, little Anne dies protecting protecting the main character. And then old Dan is just so sad because the other dog's dead. Starves to death because he just doesn't want to go on living. And it's like, oh my god, no. And then like I was saying, like if it wasn't for the line, Moji wouldn't be shit. Cause he puts the line down immediately after that. Like, uh Moji's like, "Please, no, stop, please!" And then just gets the shit kicked out of him. And then, like, like you were saying, V, like, um, Nami's like, "Oh, you're a piece of shit! I hate you! All pirates are the same." And then Luffy has this little heart-to-heart moment with Chow Chao, and she's like, "Oh shit! You know what? Maybe, maybe he is different." Yeah. And I just love the part where he, like, the dog picks up the food, walks away, stops, looks back, barks at him. <laughs> like, Loopy's like, yeah, thanks, good luck to you too It's like, okay Loopy I think can I talk missed dog that. And then at that point, it's, um After that happens, it cuts to Buggy And he's like, alright, that's it, we're taking out the whole town He does say good luck to you too That for me is and- just funny it's like, it's like, oh, talk dog But yeah, like, I Just cause I'm a huge dog person So all the dog stuff in this chapter really got to me Yeah But, um
1: Unlike yeah, some other true. people, I like here. dogs yeah, some, I some
2: heartless monster <laughs> over here.
0: But that's all I got in this chapter. Um, so yeah, listen, this dog is a fine dog. He's just okay. And what he doesn't deserve to have his treasure burnt down. Okay, I want to put that out there first and foremost. Um, I didn't enjoy seeing him get beat up by a lion. It didn't bring me joy. Um, But, you know, I wasn't choked up. I'll say that. Uh, It didn't bring me joy, but I kind of liked it. This was a fun action chapter, though. You get to see uh, a gum gum giant gavel. I don't think it was a two pager. Um, but he definitely winds that up and just crashes that line into the ground. That was cool. But that that one shot of Luffy's close-up face, that's why I came to clobber you, where you just see true rage at, at what he has just witnessed here. And then you just flip to the next page and you see him lay Moji out, blood squirting from his face. And the art between that and... And that, beautiful, beautiful. Um, it, pff, there's a lot of good art in this this uh, series, but this I didn't even, didn't even think about this. Like if if you were to ask me what what are your favorite, like art uh, moments, blah blah blah. This prior to rereading wouldn't have even come up, but I I love this. It's beautiful. Um, Let's see, he clobbers him. Oh yeah, and at the end we see Nami is uh, a little upset, um, and it doesn't explain why. And at first I was kind of confused. I looked it up; it explains it in the next chapter. Um, but she—it's just because she doesn't like pirates, and and this she was she was not a fan of what had happened here. And then yeah, we get to see the them readying up their buggy balls again. But, uh, yeah, that's really all I had for uh, Chapter 13. Um, I do believe Chapter 14 is Dylan. Funniest bit in this one is, like, right off the gate, like, it's Moji coming back.
2: And he's like, I got to tell him. I got to tell him. He, he he ate some of the devil fruit. And he's like, oh, I underestimated the straw hat kid. He's a rub. Rub. And like, <laughs> hits the ground. It's like, rubber, man. And he's like, oh, what is? Like, what are you trying to tell us? It must be important. He's like, oh, he lost to some diabolical rubbing technique and it's like oh yeah captain's got it and he's like damn it he's like damn it boji what's that gonna do for a our, for our reputation we got beaten by a masseuse it's, oh, it's like, oh that my God. was so good that was like, oh, excellent and, then, and he's on the ground he's like rubber man oh. and then chow chow comes back and so it's like when chow chow comes back everybody's like oh shit where's the mayor kind of goes to the backstory of the mayor and the mayor's like, "Damn it! I can't stand it no more. All these young ruffians coming through, trying to destroy what took forty years to build. Yada, yada, yada." Then he's like, "Ah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up and fight." And he's like, "What do you think? What do you think, young one?" And he's talking to Luffy. Luffy's like, "Damn right, dude!" Nami's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and then like, uh, Buggy shows up, shoots the Buggy Ball, and it's like, "Oh crap!" And then the, my thing is like, I'm starting to think. Zolo might not have eaten the devil fruit, but there's something about him that's that's different. 'Cause when I mean, he got stabbed or he got stabbed and all he did was sleep it off and a buggy bowl ripped through the building he was in. It's just like, oh what the hell, that's a rude awakening. It's just like, alright, there's there's something more to you than we're actually seeing. Cause he you uh, should be a little more fucked up than that. And then much like um Kobe was in the last one, Nami seems to be the voice of reason. Nami's like oh you're being reckless I, like, oh, I know I'm being reckless I said like, but I'm gonna uh, that's it we're going to fight and then I like this because it's like you get like a true like bro moment between Zolo and uh, Luffy because it's like he storms off and he's like and it's like oh I think you're gonna get it. like Nami's like you're gonna get killed he's like don't worry I like that old man I won't let him get killed and Zolo's like alright things are starting to get good and Luffy's like haha hell yeah and like she, Nami's like what the fuck are you guys laughing about this guy's gonna kill everyone and then they agree. It's like, she's like, well, I'll never be a pirate. It's like, but we'll team up for a common goal. At this point, Mayor calls him out. And then Luffy and uh, Zolo come in. Like, they're like, the squads ready to start throwing down. They're squaring up. So, this is a good, uh, not not super action packed, but again, delves into the backstory of one of the supporting characters a lot and kind of sets the tone. And I also love the name of the tavern. It's called the Drinker Pub.
1: <laughs> accurate. Like, okay.
2: It's like, yeah. It's like, I didn't really try too hard on that one, did you? But solid chapter. This chapter is one of those chapters. It's like, like if you're reading this as it comes out, every every episode, it's just like, the, this is one where it's like, oh, man, I can't wait for next week's chapter.
1: Mm.
2: Next week's chapter is going to be a banger. So, I thought it was great. And also, like I, I paid attention to like the end parts where he's talking about different stuff. And this one, he did Vikings. And it was kind of like, I love Vikings. And the Vikings is what led me to this love of pirates, because they're kind of similar. I was just like, okay, cool, cool. But that's Good all I got on that chapter. Well, yeah, you brought it up last time, so I paid a little, like, yeah. I saw it was
0: like, oh, the Jolly Roger. Okay, that's kind of cool. But I paid a little more attention than I actually read through it. was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't tell me anything about, about Vikings that I didn't already know. But it was cool. was cool. It's yeah, close was, to pretty his broad strokes on it, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I watch um, Vikings on History Channel, so, you know. Ooh, I'm pretty much that wow. expert. Oh, that's awesome. So, I only had a couple uh, notes to add, because you touched on them, you know. I, Getting beat by a rub man, I'm <laughs> um, sure. saying, like, no, mayor, don't. And Luffy's like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. Let's go, mayor. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, they, this is their second attempt to build a town. Like, their last town, this group of, uh, at least the elders in town, uh, had done this once before. And here they are watching it just get leveled by this group of pirates who has decided to make their home. Home. Um, we get a nice two page spread on the buggy ball. I think that's really cool. It's not as cool as some of Luffy's uh, moves from the last couple chapters, but it, it does, you know, kind of convey the destruction of the buggy ball. And I have a note here, and I'm trying to back it up, but do we see Nami agree to join the crew? I have it here, her saying that she's going to join the crew. Yeah, it's like right before, like, the mayor, like, it's like right oh, after okay. he hops Sh- of Let's the Let's just say we'll join forces. Work yeah. together for a common goal, she says. And you know, that's that's a big step in the the direction of creating the crew tends um, to be how Luffy's crew gets formed. It's like, "Ah, I don't want to be a pirate, but we'll, we'll work together for the time being." Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, he's clearly, you know, got something going on that's worth uh hanging hanging on to. And uh it was also interesting Zoro's little comment at the very end he said, "I'm more worried about my reputation than my guts. Uh, he is very proud of his skills as a swordsman and he's eager to prove them. Um, I think that's a, one of the cooler uh, Zoro uh, moments but uh, yeah that's that's all I have for chapter 14. Go for it v.
1: Um, well, I mean, I I didn't have a whole lot more than what you guys have already brought up. Uh, The humor in the whole rub-rub man and the masseuse thing was hilarious. That was really, really good humor. Again, we're getting back to, like, kind of this character hearing what he wants to hear just to have an excuse to get angry. Or maybe he's really hard of hearing. I don't know. And then I also just had, um... Some thoughts about the mayor. I feel like the mayor is a great character. Um, I feel like his sense of responsibility and pride over the village is really heartwarming, and it's telling of his qualities as a person. And it also makes it especially painful to see his house completely ruined by one of the cannonballs. Um, Again, like Michael alluded to this is the second time that they're trying to build a home and again they're they're seeing it be absolutely destroyed um and the shot of him saying i know i'm being reckless with like underneath you see the three other characters reaction to his like outburst. It kind of lets you in on how all of them want to solve the situation. Like you can see a look of determination in Zoro and Luffy's eyes. And Nami's more like, oh no, I have to prevent this from happening. Whereas the two other, you can sort of see that they're like on board already, even though they haven't said a word. And similarly, I got the same impression from that shot in the last shot of the chapter where you see luffy zoro and nami way in the back and how they're going to address and try to solve the situation like the same the same um energy comes off of both shots and i really really enjoyed that last shot i think it's fantastic i love the perspective like luffy in the foreground zoro in the mid and nami in the back i thought was really cool
2: i'm gonna say his mid is hot (laughs)
1: And Zoro's hot, by the way. In case you guys, in case you got for you guys forgot Zoro's hot. Um, but yeah, that's what I had for chapter fourteen.
0: All right, I'll kick off chapter fifteen. Um, <clears throat> so here we start getting into some real action. You know, last chapter was building up the the conflict that starts to unravel. Here we see the chop chop fruit. You know, in action, uh, Buggy is kind of just like a ten-year-old. You know the way he's like, "Stop hitting yourself." The way he just treats people, the way he acts. Um, there, there's a child inside that that head of his, a child with somewhat great power. All the bad uh, guys seem like children having temper tantrums. So far, Ax and Morgan felt a little, just like a, a shitty adult. Teen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, they they knock. Is it in this chapter that uh, he gets... Yeah. Uh, they knock out Boodle so he doesn't get in the way for his own good. I thought that was a really awesome moment of, of Luffy kind of looking out for others. Um, and I I do not understand why Moji is the first mate here. Kabaji is clearly the superior uh, fighter. Love seeing him introduced... Nami straight up says that she's not interested in fighting here. Um, she, she backs out of it. So, you know, Luffy and Zoro acknowledge that this is, this is something they're going to have to take care of. Buggy kind of has a ruthless moment where he's like, Be glad you won't live to see what I do to it. Uh, talking about the mayor's town. Like, come on, man. Um, and then finally, we wrap things up with uh, another awesome gum gum. Attack? Yeah, it, it's an attack. It's kind of a defense ability, but he uses it uh, to uh, counter uh, the Buggy Ball. Sends it right back at him. Knocks down the the tavern here. And, um, yeah, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that is the first time Buggy gets to see the Gum Gum Fruit in action. So, Buggy kind of gets a wake-up call on who he's up against. And... It's only, you know, rising action from here. Um, I think this this chapter really starts the conflict a little bit. It, you know, it grows uh, over the next chapter. Yeah, I thought it was a fun action chapter. Not a lot of story building, world building, anything going on here. It's time to fight. V?
1: Um, yeah, similarly to you, why the heck is Moji there if we have Kabaji? also in existence <laughs> and in buggy's crew honestly um, i love his aesthetic okay yes i am a sucker for tall dark and mysterious men with with you know semi-long hair me yeah i mean jared way anyone my chemical code of romance
2: and i was gonna say it looks like he loves my chemical romance
1: yeah i, <laughs> <love that. laughs> I bet he does
0: it even uh, has the checker scarf, I know, which was and very then emo.
1: you know, the like the Bro, sword, the, the swords, and being able to stick a throw a sword down his gullet was somehow kind of a turn on.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a PG, podcaster. unpack that. Just kidding,
1: <laughs> you were, um. I think, Michael, yeah, you were just talking about, like, some brutal lines in this chapter. Something that really grabbed me was when uh, when Boogie says, uh, let me just find it. He says, this dump of yours doesn't sparkle, it rots. And for some reason, that line was really like, man, that's a powerful line.
0: I must have missed that. That is a good one. Like I see it right here.
1: It's strong. It's aggressive. Like it, it it's just brutal. And I thought that was great writing. Um and still knowing that the mayor is undeterred and he still stands up to Boogie with pride was like he is not budging at all and is ready to face this this, you know, adversity. I thought was again really telling of the mayor as a character. Um yeah. Luffy kicking the mayor's ass because he was in the way was, like, pure, unhinged energy. And I'm here for it. And, um... As Zoro mentions, it does end up being useful. And it's, like, um, Luffy's programmed to fuck shit up, but lucky enough and weirdly charming enough to get away with it. Like, um... I think Dylan was saying that last episode. He was saying failing his tasks su- successfully, and that's exactly the type of vibes that I was getting for that from that. Um, and also, I just had a note here that the ridiculousness of the gum gum balloon absolutely cracked me up. Um, I it was really giving me um balloon Mario vibes from Super Mario World on the NS- SNES. Like you can turn Mario in a balloon and he can float, and it just looks oh, it look <laughs> it looks just like Luffy with the gum gum balloon. Um yeah, I which Mario? Was funny. Super Mario World on the S N E S.
2: Yeah. Kind of like when you get the feather and the way you're holding your cape, you're just kind of like balled out and just like... Yeah, but there's an around.
1: actual balloon Mario. I'll have to show you a picture for reference, but if anyone listening knows what I mean, he's just like a Mario that's super inflated, and that's what it made me think about.
0: Isn't that a kink? I've, I think I've heard of it. Yes, inflation. it's called
1: inflation, and we don't talk about it here. I'm not kink-shaming. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying it's disgusting <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a little weird. <laughs> Oh, uh, but the, yeah, that's what I had for chapter uh, 15.
0: All right. Dylan? All right. Yeah. You um,
2: guys touched on the, all the good parts. Um, What you were kind of touching on, V, like a lot of this volume seems to be like, because Nami kind of seems to have the similar view of treasure that Buggy does, because when she's talking about Luffy's hat, she's like. Oh, it's just an ugly hat. Oh, you have to have jewels or like a treasure map mm. under there. And he's like, no, it's just my hat. And it's like, well, what's so special with that? And it's like a friend I love gave it to me. That's what makes it special. That's why it's my treasure. And it's like, oh, it's just a mangy pet food store. Who cares? It's like, well, it's got a lot of significant meaning to Chow Chow. That's why it's his treasure. Mm-hmm. And same thing with the mayor. It's like, I love this town. I spent 40 years of blood, sweat, and tears building this town and having to learn to meet and love these people. That's why it means so much to me. and Buggy goes, it's like, no, treasure glitters. It, it shines. It makes you a king. And then that great line, it's like, this
0: dump of a town is just rotting. It's just... I didn't think about the similarities between Buggy and Nami as far as yeah. the treasure's concerned. And it's like, it's, just, it's just,
2: just a like... treasure for termites. It's like, I, I'm gonna fucking burn it to the ground. And I love it. It's like, oh, shut up, you stupid squirt. Get down here and challenge me. And then Buggy's like, why should I get down there? like, force choke, but with actual hand. And, um, Talking about um, Kabaji, here I never played Skyward Sword, but he definitely has hella vibes of like the first main protagonist before you find uh, misery or whatever he's called. The basically the pre Ganondorf Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Ghirahim is his
2: name. Yeah, the guy who turns into the evil up. Master Sword. Yeah, like that like his is just like instantly that, yeah. I think you meant
1: antagonist, not protagonist. Oh, I, I
2: totally, see it. Protagonist? It. I it was an antagonist. yeah,
1: but right. yeah, uh, yeah, Gira him, he looks a lot like him. You're right, yeah,
2: like that definitely threw that up there. Um, yeah, like, we'll coming in, throwing stuff down, and it's funny that like it goes to the scene where let's make sure I'm not jumping ahead, do, do, do. he shoots it back, and then it cuts to the scene where they're oh, nope, that's next chapter, never mind. But then it's like this is the first point when they're like, oh, what the hell. Because he does the balloon, like what the heck is that? What, what kind of weird? He took a direct hit. What the heck? He's bouncing it back. Oh my god. He's and pulling his I... cock out. Oh my god, he's <laughs> pulling his <laughs> cock out. <laughs> and then <laughs> this
1: is what it's like to hang out with these guys.
2: And then They're just Na- always Na- pulling their like... cocks out. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god, what are you? And then fucking of course Zola like, he could have freaking told me, dude, and had me worried for nothing. <laughs> but it's like this is where like people who aren't included, like Zola, is the only one who really knows, but. Everyone else is like, "Oh, what kind of freak is this guy?" And the thing is, with him knocking out the um, knocking out the mayor, it kind of it's kind of like what rescue divers are taught to do. It's like if you're rescuing somebody in high sea, like a mm-hmm. dangerous environment, if they start to panic, you're yeah, told knock them out because when they start to panic like that, they're a danger to themselves and you. That's so a little, get little get them easier out said way. than done.
0: Mm. Without gum gum powers, mm.
2: I mean, the full. Pulled cockback punch right to the bridge of the nose. That'll put most people off their off the rocker. But I mean, the main thing is just go underwater. They're not gonna cling to you if you go underwater. Anyways, great good chapter. You know, it's like it's like this is like all right, shit's kicking off. So good start. And I and I love like it's just more into the, the circus theme. It's like oh Kabaji's coming out. It's like oh yeah, we get to see his uh, acrobatic act. yeah yeah. And he's like butt out. He challenged me, not you. And everybody's like boo. We don't get to see the acrobatic act. Boo! Did they boo him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, ah, oh, we aren't going to be able to see his acrobatic show. Boo! <laughs> so, like, the, the with Buggy, it's just the whole like ridiculous, everyone's like murderous circus actors. It's just hilarious to me.
0: But that's pretty much all I got in this chapter. Right. Okay. Um, and I think that takes us to chapter sixteen. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And that's UV.
1: Yeah, uh, so the first note I got about this it, it, is it felt to me like it was drawn a little bit differently. Like the mm. the textures, <laughs> at least at the beginning, feel richer. Um, a little bit more, with more detail, they felt a little less sharp in some shots. And I thought that was interesting. It was an interesting choice, but I think I'm getting used to the not so detailed art so i guess it was a little it felt a little odd but i didn't dislike it i'm just not sure how much i actually enjoy it but it wasn't bad um i'm not sure why that is maybe it's like in in color like i i'm not not exactly sure why they would do that but anyway um i feel like that was a very action-packed chapter when I started reading it it's like I didn't stop and it took me all of like 5 minutes to read it because I was so enthralled with the action that was going on um like I was like I was following the pace of the fight like I was out of breath because I was participating in the fight like it really took me in and grabbed me um I have to say the shot of Kabaji kicking Zoro right in the the wound oh yeah was like it physically made me cringe like it was a a visceral reaction of oof like i can't even imagine that type of pain um like i yeah it really like took me by surprise and like even kind of took my breath away like i gasped i was like holy shit um but yeah, that was that was brutal. Like you see the like the tip of his shoe and everything. Oh man, it really got me. And then he gets like absolutely like pummeled. And then he does this thing where he slashes himself even deeper and is like, is that enough of a handicap for you? I'll show you some <laughs> real sword play. Meanwhile, I'm over there, like Fanning myself, wondering why do I find it so attractive that a man hurt himself and is ready to fight and has his own blood on his hands? (laughs) I was going through stuff, guys. (laughs) I was going through things. I was like, man. Oh, God. He's so, like, I was like, one day I will not thirst over Zorro, but it is not this day. (laughs) I had a moment. I'm sorry. I I had to. But it was it was good. It was a really really good chapter. It it was just like to me a bite sized chapter. I flew through it. Absolutely flew right. through it. So yeah, that's all I had for sixteen.
2: All right, Dylan. I mean, this is a solid action packed chapter. Um, all of the scene like where it cuts them and they're holding up like crew members in the lion as shields. And then Moji comes like, oh, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing to my lion? He's like, I don't want to get my clothes dirty. And then he glares at the, line. the lion. line's like, oh, "I don't want none, dude. Leave me alone." And then um, it's hilarious. He's like, "Oh, look out, Kabney's a rubber man. He ate, he ate the devil fruit." And he's like, "Why the hell didn't you tell me?" He's like, "I tried to." And like as he's flying by, like Luffy just piles on the disrespect, and just clocks him with a kick to keep him flying. And as he's coming by, that's a great panel. I love that. Um, the fight behind uh, Kabaji and um, Zolo, I, I loved. It was hilarious. I mean, the dirty tricks keeps kicking him and kicking him in his wound. That's great. So th- their fight's really, really funny. Um, <clears throat> and then again, like uh, he does the cut and he's like, "Oh, is that enough of a handicap to you?" And the Luffy again, he's like, "Wow, Zolo's so cool." That's just like Luffy really is, just like a little kid.
0: Yeah, he does. And it's it's just, yeah.
2: exactly it's, that. It's like it's super endearing. It makes me like him more and more every time. And also like the Nami's like, oh, it's like oh, you see how bad he's hurt. How are you gonna just sit here and like watch your friend get killed? And Luffy's just like, shut up, bitch. I'm like watch. Just watch. It doesn't <laughs> say anything, just watch. But yeah, I mean, besides that super, super great start to this fight, um Leaves it on a definite cliffhanger where he's like, alright. He's like, I leveled the playing ground even more for you. Now I'm super hurt. Let's let's see what
0: you got. But that's all I got in this chapter. Yeah, this chapter uh, I'm kind of with V. It is a great moment for Zoro to kind of show out. Um, you know, in one of the previous chapters, he was like, I'm more worried about my reputation than my guts. And he makes that clear. Mm-hmm. He's, <laughs> I think he says something along the lines of, now you won't have any excuse when you lose to yeah. me. So that was badass. This is, I forgot how great of a fight this was for Zoro. Um, he. Again, he has longer ones. He will have better fights than this, but this was surprisingly, uh, cool, fun, interesting. Dylan, like you, I loved seeing Mochi just get knocked around a little bit. It's um, a disrespect to the kick on the way
2: out! <laughs> you like, see Luffy not
0: step in, like he knows this isn't his fight. You get to see swords like we saw. You know our first Devil Fruit. Now we get to see our first swordsman battle. Swordsman on swordsman. Hmm. There will be more of those. But yeah, seeing, seeing Zoro self-handicap, not just to prove that he's tougher, but also to humiliate his opponent in a yeah. way. So yeah, this was an excellent action chapter.
1: It's the ultimate, like, fuck you, big dick energy. Too big. Yeah, too like big. like that, <laughs> yeah, that big dick energy was was all over my face, so to speak.
0: I'm oh, sorry. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those are the right words, but I'll allow it.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, so Dylan, you uh, you are responsible I have to get for the cold water out again, wrapping chapter. Yeah, D- Dylan, if you could kick off chapter seventeen, our final chapter. Okay, chapter seventeen
2: is where like I know I've kind of been ragging out because like like I said, I keep comparing Solo to Tristor because I've. Read through, well, except for some of the newer stuff, but I read through and reread R.A. Salvatore's dritz and books several times. And, like, it's all like, oh, I'm a master two-handed swordsman. I'm so cool, but I'm so sensitive. Which you don't see as much of the whole, like, oh, I'm so sensitive. But you see the man of mystery shit a little. But I love this, because, like, this is when he, like, really puts on the disrespect. And it's like, all right, I'm done with your shit. Because it just, um... Just shows how annoying Kabaji is. He's like, circus trick, kamikaze top, circus trick. this something the mountain, circus trick, this. And then eventually, like, uh, fucking is just like, oh, man, I am tired. Uh, like, I, I've had it. Like, I'm tired. And he's like, oh, you're giving up already? And he just kicks the unicycle out from underneath him. He's like, no, I'm tired of your annoying ass fucking tricks. Fight. And I was like, damn. All right. Disrespect. I love it.
0: Imagine and from that, and, like, imme- the and a- immediately after that, just,
2: just runs into Onigiri and just fucking drops his ass. So it's like, one, you're annoying as shit, you got dumb tricks, no one likes it, kicks the unicycle out from underneath him and just ends the shit. No right one likes there. your tricks, no one likes you. You're a loser, everyone thinks magic's lame. <laughs> kicks, kicks his unicycle out from underneath him and just drops him. And then. Luffy, Luffy being the badass he is, like, um, Buggy tries to step in. He's like, ha ah, we got him. And Luffy's like, stomps on his hand. He's like, hell no, don't interfere. This is, this is his fight. But yeah, like, great conclusion to that fight. This, this right here, action-wise, might be my favorite chapter. Because, I mean, wow. I've dogged a little bit on Zola, but this is like, all right, Zola, you're pretty cool. Yeah, he's showing to, off, He's showing
0: off. That. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add? That's pretty much all for this chapter. Um, yeah, so, I, I think I, uh, Said something happened in the last chapter that actually happened in this one. So in last chapter it was about humiliating Kabaji. This one, um, <clears throat> he's he's putting on some reputation insurance. You know, he's like, listen, this is gonna boost my rep, lower yours. No diff here, um, but uh, yeah, it was just a a great conclusion to the Kabaji fight. Like dude, just playing dirty, uh, kicking his wound, which. I mean, I guess you can't. You're they're pirates. Is it really dirty? Um, Just jamming his sharp-toed shoe into his side, and then pulls off his circus tricks. And Zoro's just not having it. Onigiri's him, uh, and we get a nice single-page spread of the Onigiri blood pouring out of Zoro's side. Uh, all three blades in action moji rising out of the top of him arms down it's beautiful that is no a great shot um shot frame panel uh i like kabaji circus tricks i think they're silly but in a, a way that's kind of endearing uh, i like him a lot more than moji uh but he got stomped i mean There's that's no way around easy it.
1: to pretty easy to beat yeah
0: right <laughs> We get a nice uh, shot of Luffy saying, I'm going to be king of the pirates. And the look on his face kind of says that he's like saying this in just such a like matter of fact way. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he's not like declaring it. There's no explanation. He's like, I'm going to be king of the pirates. And and, uh, Buggy loses it. And then we get a nice little cliffhanger here. Uh, You and your straw hat remind me of him when he was younger. That insolent dog with the oh, red hair. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That was great. I, I didn't bring that up. But, like, yeah, that was... I was like, oh, shit. Okay. He knows Shanks. Like, oh, he we're knows getting a little deeper. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Nice little cliffhanger ending for the volume. Uh, v? Yeah.
1: Um. So one of the things I noted uh, kind of at the beginning of this chapter is... For someone that hates pirates, the fact that Nami is going for the treasure and leaving the boys to face Boogie is very pirate-like of her. I was like, she's probably more like a pirate than she would
0: like she's to admit. She's a thief.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a thief. She's not actually... Don't call me a pirate. I'm not a pirate. I'm a thief, okay? Dylan will tell
0: you the difference between a rogue a uh, thief and a swashbuckler. There's a difference. <laughs> okay, Dylan will tell you all about okay. It, well, sure.
1: we don't need to get into that we right won't, now. Yeah, we won't get into that right
0: now.
1: <laughs> but I felt like... Swashbuckler's way cooler. That was very pirate-y of her, and I was like, "Okay, okay, Nami, try to convince yourself that you won't fit right into this crew." Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Holy shit! The spread, the spread of Zoro's attack looked absolutely fantastic. I love that. Is that, that The was... only
0: spread is the only. One? You know what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs>
1: um, it was just good. It was it was super well drawn. Um. I will say, I didn't know that the word onigiri meant something super badass. I just thought they were Japanese rice balls, but apparently they also mean demon slash, so I don't know.
0: Were they? I don't think the rice balls were onigiri.
1: Are they not? I don't think so. Google onigiri. Uh,
0: I will, it's going to come up with demons. No, it's going to come up
1: with Japanese rice balls, Michael. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We're googling it. Damn, some zesty rice balls, my
0: guy. But I know that an oni is a Japanese like demon or something,
1: right? But I also know that I'm a I'm a fatso. Okay, I know that onigiri is food.
0: I feel. I
2: think oni is just one of those general terms that, depending on what suffix you plug it in with, it means something
0: different. Oh. Let's not debate the finer points to the Japanese language of which none of us <laughs> I think we're qualified. We <laughs> read manga. I mean, right? We're qualified. All
1: that's to say, the only onigiri I had been exposed to before this were the Japanese rice balls, which for the record are absolutely delicious. So it was it just came as a little bit of a surprise for me when I when I read the chapter. Um Yeah, there was also um a little bit of an interaction there when um, Zoro basically falls to the ground and uh, he says, Luffy, I'm going to sleep now. And Luffy's like, go ahead and sleep. I'll take it from here. And I feel like that was <laughs> very wholesome, even though realistically someone that injured should not be falling asleep. They should be trying to be kept awake like well, he, as he much as different. possible. But yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was a, a wholesome, little wholesome moment. Um, I also, to what you said, um, I think it was Michael that said that, like the fact when when Luffy says I'm going to be the king of the pirates and is so, you know, matter of fact about it. I also love that everyone that hears Luffy saying that reacts like it's the most ridiculous thing that they've ever heard in their entire life but he is so it is a fact for him it is not a question it is going to happen the question is when right i bet he
0: in his head he's like why are they laughing right Exa- exactly
1: <laughs> and like everyone serial, he's guys. encountered so far anyway as like you know from what we've read has treated him like what the fuck are you talking about? You're not get- like don't be a fool. Literally what Buggy says, like you're not going to be the king of the pirates?
0: Then what am I? <laughs> God of the right,
1: pirates. Right, exactly. That was a good a good line. Um and yeah, obviously the cliffhanger at the end with the mention of the straw hat and who we obviously presume to be Shanks. So I was very eager to to um, learn a little bit more about Shanks and his storyline, and hopefully see him again. So, um, that made me very happy, and that is how Chapter Seventeen ended.
0: All right, got two v- volumes down, um, one to go, and then another one, and then another one. Uh, well, like then another another like, one. hundred after that. And then another uh... one. All right, so let's dive in and talk about or dive up i guess because we're getting more general um let's zoom out and just kind of talk about the volume as a whole uh similar to last time we're gonna touch on just some some or, or actually let me give you guys just some things to think about uh same stuff as last time characters that stood out the, the setting, this only took place in really one place. Um, there's a couple of different locales within, but same town. Um, themes, we can kind of start getting away from themes. I just want to see what you guys' first impression was when we discussed that. I don't think that there's been a whole lot of revelation as far as the overarching theme of One Piece as a whole. Uh, if you, you know want to talk about friendship, I think uh, we discussed Law & Order, some other stuff. Uh, themes, and art. We, we've been discussing art as we went along. Um, and and narrative hooks. Any new hooks that you want to see drawn out, again, short-term, long-term, uh, anything like that. Um, so I'm going to... I'll kick things off here. Um, so I thought Volume 2 was a really cool kind of showcase for the Straw Hats and and their abilities, what they're good at, who they are. You get to see Zoro really getting down in the nitty-gritty, getting in a real fight, a fight that takes right around two chapters, chapter and a half, something like that. Um, you see Luffy uh, really fuck shit up. Nami does Nami things, not interested in fighting, more interested in... in Advancing her own cause, she needs a what was a hundred million berries. That's money in this world. I don't know if that's been made obvious at this point, but um, yeah, they 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 buy and sell in berries. Buggy as a villain is silly, but I think they handle him in a way that is really menacing. You know, V pointed out uh, that the first time you see him in, I think, his full body shot where he's sitting Mm -hmm. in his chair. Super menacing. That close-up where he's like, do it, like, kill him. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Like, the kind of undershot with the, mm -hmm. like, super, super darkened face. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, they make this clown. He's not it. But he's up there as far as creepy clowns go. He's also has a silly side, and, and that that kind of pulls back down on that. But there's definitely a villain underneath that red nose. His crew uh, is fun. They follow theme. Moji kind of lame. I'm, I'm just gonna say he's kind of lame. You say kind of. That's pretty lame. He's Dumbass lame. Haircut. Kabaji, way cooler. Like, a hundred times cooler. I agree with V. Why wasn't Kabaji the first mate? Why is it Moji the second mate? Right? <laughs> yeah, the 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 town itself, the, the the setting is interesting. You know, we got a town that's hiding out. They're, they're uh, in refuge. They're refugees in their own, like, island. Yeah, the maybe. refugee camp. That's disrespectful. I don't know. <laughs> um... But no, I mean you get the the dog moment. Um, you guys get your dog moment. We get to see a lot of a lot of stuff open up here. The town doesn't have a ton of personality to it. It's just a town wooden stores people having been run away. The mayor has a little bit of personality in him gets knocked out. We don't get to see him in action. I don't know if that would have, that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, as there far probably as... would
2: some stairs in his future if they didn't knock him out.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wearing that kind of heavy armor uh, might not lend itself to stairs. Yeah, I know. That's more well. momentum. Man. You're going to get fucked up. <laughs> um, you guys may unearth some other things that I want to touch on, but just like off the top, that is my impression of this chapter. I don't think it's better chapter of the volume i don't think it's better than romance dawn just because i hold romance dawn in really high regard that's volume one for those of you who aren't aware who this is your first episode maybe yeah it's really good full of action shines some light on our heroes but it doesn't have the the world building that obviously the first chapter of of a story may have um yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed this chapter or this volume. Some chapters more than others, but um, yeah, just fun. This, if I were to use one word to describe it, it would be fun. Uh, v.
1: Yeah, um, I thought this was um, like I like I was saying um, earlier. It feels like this is this is the true beginning like this is where the action truly begins for me as far as like i know that we had some action scenes in in volume one with uh, Alvida and whatnot and the navy and i feel like that was it was like it was like foreplay <laughs> but now we're actually getting into it and i thought that was it was a great way to introduce um a more lively side to the story. Um I thought um Buggy was a really good first real antagonist. I think um it played his character design played into like the universe that he was written and created for. Like he fits the universe if that makes sense. Um and um yeah i also thought like i would be curious to see what does an actual circus of them performing what it what would it look like like what
0: do they perform do
1: they even perform (laughs) and like what are some other potential like um you know first in command second in commands would have looked like with different parts of of you know different roles taken by people in the circus typically um yeah i just i thought it was interesting um personally clowns creep me the fuck out so i was obviously a little bit creeped out by Buggy, but still not enough to not want to read it i think it was um a really really good chapter uh, volume I really felt for the mayor as a character. I think he, and I I touched on it when we, we went a little bit deeper into it with the, the chapters. I thought he was a really good example of what determination looks like in that universe. I thought he was a character that did not let his circumstances, um, defeat him. And he was ready to defend his town and, um, I think he was very heartwarming and I I, it's like I have the word relatable going into my head but I'm 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 not like I don't know that I would have put my life on the line like that for a village now I don't know I've never built a village from scratch and had like from the ground (laughs) up and then had to rebuild it again and I hope I never find myself in that You never played SimCity (laughs) and actually no I didn't but yeah, I really, really enjoyed him as a character. I feel like he would probably be like, someone I would like to have on my side, you know? Um, a lot of really good Zoro moments. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Please give me more. Um, I loved Shushu. Again, I hashtag Team Shushu. Um, love a dog. Like I said, love a Hachiko moment. Also, just the. What the, does that mean? Hachiko is um, the story of a basically a dog, a real story of a dog that basically waited for his owner at a train station, if I recall correctly, until he died. Oh,
2: yeah. They built a statue they of the They built a like statue
1: of the dog. The, the dog was waiting for his owner to come back. Kind of like if you've seen Futurama, there's also a similar story about the dog gotcha. waiting until the owner returns. And that's kind of that's a moment like that that we had with Shushu is a, a Hachiko yeah. moment is what I call them.
2: And the cute part about that statue is like the top of its head's very polished. Well yeah, because everyone who pet walks him. by pets the statue. Aww. I
1: know I would.
2: I'd pet the fuck out of it.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, it was a good chapter. I feel like it was i I struggled to find more precise words because I feel like it was so rich in a way, and it introduced a lot of new things that I feel like my mind is kind of wanting to jump to one thing like from one thing to another being like, oh, and this th- this cool thing and this also cool thing oh and this cool thing, but we did go go into detail about it just earlier. um yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and the way it ended made me very eager to. Read more.
0: Same. Anything else you want to add? That's it, Dylan.
2: I'd mean, same as v, I, I love the Chow Chow moment. Uh, that tugged at my heartstrings pretty hard. Um. I think I personally preferred Volume Two to Volume One, and not to dog on Volume One. Volume One was just a mad dash to give you the introduction and the information you needed to understand what the story is. So. It's understandable they had to tile on and had to do it super fast. Whereas this one, it's like, okay, you got Buggy. This is the situation. Now they're gonna deal with it. And like, even at the end of Volume Two, we're not done. We still gotta get. We still gotta finish it in the next volume. So I'm liking the fact they're taking a little more time with the prote- or an antagonist. Because that was my great last time with the, especially Axan Morgan. I was like, I wanted to see more of him. He seemed mm-hmm. like a really cool bad guy. And now we're actually getting this with Buggy. Um, art. Art direction um you can tell when he's um switching up to a more serious topic because the tone of the art changes drastically. It was like V was mentioned one of the chapters, like, oh the start oh. of it, the art was like way different yeah than everything that else. was so it was way weird. more
0: saturated but yeah, that's I think like that like chapter that's 16? when shit was starting to pop off. It was, was like hey, it, though? we're getting serious. Yeah, it's... I mean, there was serious times when it the art was just normal.
1: Yeah, but I the 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 beginning of the chapter that I paid special attention to was the beginning of chapter chapter sixteen.
2: And that's like, when, like the, f- the first few. They're pages. getting ready to throw down.
1: Yeah. Which yeah, that's like, right before like, the throwdown. Yeah.
2: And and some of it's like it's not as direct but they're always I've been noticing there is always a shift. And it goes from like, haha, Luffy's just a goofball, it's like okay, Luffy and crew are about to deal with some shit. Now he's there, serious. That there, was just a slight... Yeah, there's a shift in the art, and I like that. It's. A, I think it's a good tool mm-hmm. to clue the reader in subconsciously on, oh, I should pay a little more attention. Something. Something's about to happen. But yeah, I, I think this volume is great. And again, um, the way he's doing these cliffhangers with the volumes, really good. Even in between episodes, like... I'm reading the chapters, it's like, all right, it's has thousands, like, at least hundreds upon thousands of chapters already. But it's like, if you're reading this when it first came out... Uh, 1095
0: each... just dropped uh this week.
2: Yeah, and it's like, if you're at the point where you're waiting, like... I don't know what the release schedule is, like, every week, every two weeks. It's like, some of these chapters, it's like, oh, man. Damn, I gotta wait, like, a week or two weeks till the next chapter comes out. Damn, like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? I'm right there with you, buddy. And, um... <laughs> you said, um... The town was just like ah, eh, it's a town. But I feel like um, Boodles the poodle um. Definitely he he like before that it was like oh it's just a town. But then when he was introduced it's like oh okay, here's the mini town. Okay now now I care about this town because I see how much, like you said, they came to this wilderness. It's like ah, oh, it's like all right, let's build our town here. It's like our our last town was destroyed by pirates. We're going to make a new town. It's like, ah, oh, it's like, and then now we're a thriving port city. It's like, oh my God, we did it. It's like, no, I'm not going to let it happen again. We're going to, we're going to stand, I'm going to stand and fight this time. This time's different. Like, I, I put my blood, sweat, and tears in this. I'm going to stand for it. And another thing is like, something with Zolo, like, there's something about, like, okay, it might not be a devil fruit, but there's something about, like, he's different.
0: He's just like, built like, different.
2: Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that cliche, but it's just like, that's shit he's going through that he, sh- like, shouldn't be able to. And the fact that, like, anytime he's, like, severely wounded, he's just like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. It's like, bro, I do that, like, when my tummy hurts. I don't do that, like, like.
0: And my tummy still hurts when I wake up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, t- I
2: was like, my tummy hurts. I'm going to take a nap. But it's like, oh, I just got stabbed in the kidneys. All right, let me sleep this one off real quick. Give me 30 minutes. <laughs> and it's just so, like, I'm really interested to see, because there's, there's something about him that we're not clued into yet, but it's like dropping hints where it's like, ah, he might not be a devil fruit, but he. there's something about him that's different. And Nami's... <laughs> Nami's kind of like, at this point, it's kind of like... Nami and Luffy is kind of like the Ash-Misty relationship. Mm. When Ash is like, whatever, I'll get yeah. you your bike. And Misty's like, you own my bike! Eh. And it's just like <laughs> nagging him the whole time. And it's just like... That's the dynamic I'm seeing right now with them. And it's kind of like a it's nostalgia trip, because, I mean... Not to age ourselves, but Pokemon.
0: Watching that on Saturday mornings, it's like, oh my uh, god! Nami yeah. and Misty both have the same colored hair. I don't know if yeah, you guys both gathered that from. Well, you know, that's that's pretty much it.
1: I mean, it's hot. Red redheads are hot.
0: Oh I man, yeah, Nami, sweetie, um, anyway. just can't wait for that bikini scene. <laughs> um, so, Dylan, you brought up something that I I missed out on, but yeah, the name drop at the end, like that redheaded. I got it right here. Yeah, that
2: was huge. That I was insolent like, dog oh, with shit. red hair. Yeah. It's like, like, says, curious, red it's like, now I'm curious. It's like, how did he know him before? Like, were they on a crew together? Like, did they fight before? Yeah.
1: What's the story here, basically? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I so they're, they're we'll leaving. the next chapter.
2: Yeah, they're leaving shit for us to be interested. He's doing a really good job of, like, leaving little shit for you. Like, oh, you haven't even fin-
0: scratched the surf. <laughs> and I can't wait. I can't wait
1: we're just getting into it michael we'll get there
0: i know i'm so excited though i can't wait it is exciting for those aha moments of which there are many again i said something similar last uh last recording uh 10 chapters from now 100 chapters from now a thousand chapters from now there will be moments from this that that tie back in um more often than not, in a really clever way. Um, every now and then, you just be like, "Okay, that's that's cool, I guess." But but most of the time, it's it's really good. The foreshadowing, the the pre planning, whatever you want to call it. Yeah,
1: I will say you guys might have to point those out to me because I'm dumb as a rock, but uh yeah i oh, <laughs> No, but for, i'm not, not very most per- educated out of this group <laughs> i'm not very perceptive sometimes when it comes to like oh this was referred to like you know 50 chapters ago and i probably have forgotten at this point so i will you guys might have to be like oh No, oh, i think
2: that's gonna happen for everybody yeah, okay. just because the material is so expansive it's yeah. like yeah i got you guys
1: <laughs> yeah michael has this covered
2: not sure if all the and, listeners could hear
0: my eyes roll on that one. Day. And <laughs> our potential co-host name drop a little bit may may um, have some more. We'll see how that all plays out. But um, yeah, any last uh, any last word?
1: I'm excited. Again, I feel like that's been the sentiment every time I finish. I you know I finish a, a volume. Okay. Is like I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: It is exciting. It really is.
2: Dylan. Um well, like I said, man, he's leaving these cliffhangers, like, good cliffhangers, too, not just, like, shitty ones. It's like, yeah. you can't just finish it? Like, really? What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Like, good, I solid mean, cliffhangers. The insolent dog with red hair was literally just introduced last chapter, yeah. and this this single, like, chapter ending, volume ending, already hits, you know? That, yeah,
1: you're already like, that's that's a- <gasps> You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: just happened in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, Oh, shit, more about Shanks? Fuck yeah, I'm about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got. Uh, just to double check, any anything else you guys wanted to throw in here before I wrap things up?
1: All good. All right.
0: Well, I want to thank anyone who's still here listening, as always. Please feel free to drop us a line at podpodfruit at gmail.com or you can check us out on Twitter at podpodfruit. Thank you so much for listening and bon voyage. Bon voyage. Ciao Bela.